The Yes Anthony Says Podcast is a proud member of the Podcast Revolution Network. Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? Oh, you know what this is. This is episode number 220 of The Thing You're Listening To. And what are you listening to? The Thing You Listen To Every Week and Love Every Second of It. The S. Anthony Says Podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says, starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas. How are you doing? How are you doing, you wonderful sass-podden bastards? How are you doing? Uh, first of all, thank you very much for listening to last week's show. And thanks for listening to the other shows before that. I appreciate you new people from new countries that are listening. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate you. This is episode number 220. Now, as we get started, I already know that you, my wonderful sass who listen to me every week, I know that a lot of you have a very similar sense of humor to me, which is why you keep listening to my dumb ass. But I also know because you are very similar to me, you're going to continue to playfully break my stones. And I know that this first segment is going to give you plenty of ammunition to break my stones. And I'm saying preemptively, shut your mouths, punks. <laughs> All right. I, 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 the only reason I'm saying this is because my friends in real life, my real life, I see them all the time. Friends uh, are still breaking my stones because I got my first smartphone this month. I know what you're thinking, dude. Is this a, a, a recording from 20 years ago or 15 years ago? You can't possibly be a guy who has two Facebooks and two Twitter accounts and the Tumblr and all that crap and all these websites. You can't be online this long and, and, and all of that and not have a smartphone. You're obviously saying this for comedic purposes. We've listened to your podcast for two, almost three years now. And we know for a fact that sometimes you'll start off and you'll be telling a story that's true. And then you'll have these weird comedic flourishes you throw in. We know you're just being we're just you're just fibbing. We know you're making it up. For, so we'll laugh. We know that sometimes you'll make up a whole story just to make us laugh. We know that's what you do. We know what's true stories. We know what you're exposing something about yourself. We know sometimes you'll say inspirational crap. We know sometimes you'll comment on the news. We also know some. Sometimes you'll improv sections of the show. We get it. We understand that. And that is all true. But I'm telling you right now, I did not have a smartphone before June 1st of this year. Yeah, I said it. So what? And my friends broke my stones hard, but they know me. A lot of them have known me almost my entire life, definitely my entire adult life. And they know how I get I'll be sitting around the table with the bastards. Some new technology will come out that they all pick up on really quickly, and I'm aware of it. But the thing I have that that new technology is replacing, whatever I have at the time, still works. And I'm thinking, if my thing still works, why would I replace it with some new crap when the crap I have does all the crap I need? Not doing it. And they break my stones. Some of these guys have been on their fifth iPhone, and I still had that same phone that was not a smartphone. It made phone calls. It made text. And technically, it got on the Internet. It took 18 years to look at anything, which is why I never went on the Internet with it. But it was still a phone. They were still able to call me. They were still able to text me. So I said to them, shut your iPhone mouths, punks. And the other half of the table with your Android phones, shut your Android mouths, punks, with your lollipops and your Kit Kats and all of that crap. I should be laughing at you with your Android Android phones because of your dumb names for your operating systems for your phones, punks, lollipops and Kit Kats and cornflakes and milks or whatever the hell that crap is. And iPhone, oh, shut up. You spent 10 grand on a phone that you're going to have to replace next year, you bastards. That's right. And all they ain't even all that money. And they didn't even come up with a cute name like Lollipop and Kit Kat and Crunch Bars like the Android douchebags over there. You just get iOS one, two, three, four. Oh, that's very creative. You just keep the same name and add a number to the end of it. Oh, wow. Who, who workshop that at that? Those names, you bastards. By the way, I know 90 percent of my audiences divided up between ios and android and i want to let you know that all of these insults about the phone only apply to the people i know personally who are around the table breaking my balls my 
people listening to me, of course, your phones are perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm sucking up to my audience. So what? <laughs> but they really gave me a hard time. I mean, I really am one of those guys. I mean, if I have a beat, like I said, if I have a device that still works, I'm not replacing it just because something new came out. No, I'm not giving up my Toyota Camry until it blows the hell up. And then by then I'll get another car. But if this car starts when i turn the damn ignition key guess what i'm not replacing it because it works yeah i said it but sometimes it's beyond your control whether or not you get to keep the technology that you want i would still have that phone except for something really weird happened and you know what it's like when something outside of your control forces you to give up on something that you didn't have any interest in giving up on you know what it's like it happens in relationships you're in a relationship with someone you like them a lot and maybe they don't like you anymore. Maybe they don't like you as much as you like them. Maybe you can work with that. But there are times when they want to get away from you or break up with you and you don't want to break up with them. Now, I'm not talking about someone who's a stalker or some disturbed person, just a person who really thinks they can make the relationship work, even though the other person in the relationship doesn't want it to work. They want to move on. They don't even want to move on to somebody else. They just don't want to be with you they want to be with themselves okay and you know what i'm talking about because i've been there before i've been on one end of it where i was a young guy and i was going out with someone a little bit older than i was i was just a dopey kid you know and then when you're 18 19 years old or you know and the person you're getting on with getting it on with is 27 28 years old you know, you got to be going, I'm not giving up on this. <laughs> I'm having sex now and I like it. You know, but the person doesn't want to be with you anymore. They thought you were cute and they wanted to jump on top of you for a few months. And if you were an older person, if you were the same age as the people as, as she was, I would have known. And this lady's just jumping on top of me for a couple of months because she thinks I'm cute and she's going to walk off or whatever, whatever. Right, get it on with me, honey. I'll take the free delicious buttocks. You know what I'm talking about. It. You've been there before. Okay. But when you're young, you don't want to give up. You, you, you're going to try to make it work. You bring the flowers. You go to the job and hand off the flowers. You're extra nice when she finally gives you the right to come over and hang out for a little bit. But you can tell she's trying to give up the courage to drop kick your punk ass out. You ever seen a woman walk out of the room and they, they look like they're having a conversation with themselves, complete with the hand motions. Or maybe they're going down the steps to go to the laundry room and you can see them having conversations with themselves. No, they're not having a conversation with themselves themselves they're getting up the courage and practicing the lines they're going to use to get rid of your punk ass they're actually auditioning for a new show called i don't want to be with you anymore starring her and not starring you you're not in the credits you're not even in the closing credits you don't even get to put a commercial on during the show your ass is out yeah that's right so sometimes what will happen is they'll be horrible people. They'll be so mean and jaded because they want you to go away. And they'll be because if it's a horrible person, you know, they'll do the kind of horrible person things. They'll stop talking to you. You know, that's what you think. They're horrible. They won't get it on with you anymore. You think they're horrible. They'll avoid you. They won't take your phone calls and all that kind of stuff. And you should be able to pick up on that. But there's another kind of horrible also. There's someone who's horrible to you, not, be, not because they're a horrible person. They just want you to go away. And it's a little different. Like I said, the person that you consider to be horrible to you because they're just horrible person. That's the kind of person who does stuff that they, they, they say, this is my friend, Jim. They make it a point to hit the word friend or friend. Definitely not someone I'm getting it on with, Jim, this bastard. They do that kind of thing. And that feels bad. It's horrible. But the person who's horrible to you just because they want to get rid of your punk ass, they do it a little bit differently. They're not horrible people in general. They just want to get rid of you. And what do they do? Well, you say you show up at your huh, girlfriend's house, right? And she's sitting there with a full body replica of you. She's got one of your used socks. She's got a 
pit bull tied to a stake in the middle of the floor so he, he can't get to the to the to the statue that looks like you she's got a, one of your socks and she's slapping him in the face with it and she's saying kill 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 and then putting the thing that looks like you right in the dog's face and tapping the dog on the nose with it making the dog angry letting them sniff your sock smacking the dog again and pointing to it going kill 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 and you're standing there looking in the window with this holding the roses and you're going you know what i don't think i'm going in there right now she may she may need some space <laughs> so what i'm saying is you don't want to I, we'll, we'll leave that alone for a while and go back to technology and i would not have i, I refused to give up my damn cell phone i, I wouldn't do it and one day I, I'm sitting in a car and I get a text and I'm thinking it's one of my friends giving me my weekly. You still got that phone loser text. <laughs> I did get those. And uh, it was a, it was actually a text from the company. And sometimes if you like, if you have a cell phone company, they'll they'll send you text. Oh, they'll send you text, free text. They say this is a free text from the company, and you'll get a text. You know, uh, uh, upgrade your service to this, or new phones available, or just letting you know Happy Mother's Day, or that kind of crap that you just completely ignore. But I looked at it and it said urgent, and it never says urgent. And I'm thinking, okay, this is one of those stupid things where they're trying to sell me a new phone or some crap like that and as it turns out it kind of was urgent and i realized i really wasn't paying much attention to what was going on i just thought there was some kind of weirdness going on when i would drive to different areas and maybe a different city here or there and my phone wasn't working at all you'd have that little phone symbol with the red slash through it and it lets you know that you don't have service in this particular area now usually what would happen i would be someplace some kind of small town outside of a town that i was just in and i'm going well maybe they don't have towers there and eh, whatever i'm never in this place anyway and then it started to happen in new york city and it started to happen in philadelphia and it started to happen in baltimore wait a second these are major cities and major areas, major metropolitan areas, and there's absolutely no reason that they should not have towers that work on this phone. Well, we go right back to the moment where I'm in the phone getting the text from the company, and the text said, urgent, your 2G service will not be available soon. Upgrade to a new phone soon, because we are no longer supporting this 2g network i didn't even know 2g was a thing you know by the time i was aware aware of the g's it was 3g now obviously logically you would know there's a 2g and maybe a 1g or whatever the hell but i would never really gave it a thought and basically what this cell phone company was saying was listen jackass you had this phone since 1935 which is well before you were born which is weird buy another phone the service that is attached to this punk ass phone won't exist soon. Haven't you noticed that you weren't able to get any coverage, you punk bastard? I buy a new phone, loser. And that's like the actual text of the message. I thought that's really unprofessional. <laughs> they did not say that, but they did say that the service was going to stop soon. And that's the only reason why I bought a new phone. I had no choice. The company itself said, listen, loser. Get another phone. I mean, what does it take? Huh? We, we, your service has been interrupted 70% of the time, you bastard. Buy another phone. And I had to buy another phone. I, I, I'm not the kind of person that gives up on technology. Man. And, and, and even the cell phone itself is not the only thing my friends broke my balls over. I still have a television in my house, one television in my house that has a digital converter box on the top of it. Ah, ha, ha. Stop laughing at me in different countries, you bastards. I'm sure at least one of you has the same thing. Shut up. But they come to the house. You still got the digital converter box. And you, say, hey, you dumb bastard. Hey. <laughs> and the guy goes, what's that under the digital converter box? And I said, that's a, that's a VCR. You got a VCR. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> VCR. <laughs> And I know that a big, a substantial portion of my audience is in the 18 to 34 year old bracket. And I know you're all going, S, you, um, you got a VCR in your house, bro, that you use. I mean, come on, man. 
And I have to say one thing to my 18 to 34 year olds. <laughs> Shut up, punks. All right. Just calm down over that. I said all. Oh, but that said, it's just one television, you bastards. <laughs> but the funny thing about digital converter boxes is, I mean, does anyone even have I'm, I'm almost ashamed that I still got that crap. They actually give them things out at the gas station when you go there and you, not even when you fill up. If you just go to the gas station and ask what time it is, they'll hand you a digital converter box. Excuse me, you know what time it is? Yeah, it's time for you to take this digital converter box. Uh, I, I, I'm not buying any gas. I don't care. Please take it. <laughs> right? You buy a pack of cigarettes at the gas station, they'll give you free matches and a digital converter box. Ma'am, uh, I just came to get some cigarettes from my uncle. I, I, I don't need them. I mean, thank you for the match, but I don't need a digital converter box. Could you please take it? Um, I have a lot of those in here, and uh, they're kind of, I mean, I'm, this is a little tiny area that I'm in anyway, and I don't have that much room to move around. I mean, I actually have to lift up boxes and boxes of digital converter boxes when someone wants to buy a soda or something like that. And uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you, no one wants them. And uh, basically what people have been doing to help me out is um, because people would come and buy gas, I would give them the digital converter box and they would save me a trip to the dumpster because I would really like to throw these away. But there's cameras on me. And if I throw them away, I'll get fired. But if I was to give them to customers, wink, wink, and you throw them away, wink, wink, I don't have to wink, wink. And eventually I'll have at least another foot of space to move around in this little cage that I'm in when I sell this gas to people okay could you help me out with that all right i'll throw away the digital you sure you don't want um five or six digital converter boxes don't push your luck i really i'm, I'm sir you don't have to walk around is there any way you could have you could pump the gas and then come back and talk to me um why because i'm I, I sit here 14 hours a day in the middle of nowhere with nothing but gas pumps around me i really need the, the human connection Oh, uh, this is getting kind of weird, isn't it? I know that, but I'm 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 getting a little sh- I'm getting a little shell shocked here. You try sitting in a damn cage twelve hours a day, and the only thing people say to you is fill up on six and fill up on seven. You think anyone could tell me that my shirt looks nice? I know it's the same shirt I wear every day, but you could tell me I look nice in the shirt. Uh, yeah, you look nice in the shirt. See, was that so hard? Would you sure you don't want to take about nine or ten digital converter boxes to the dumpster? No, I do not want to do that. No, that's all right. You know, I mean, my husband and I, he can relate to me. He can relate to me because the amount of time I spend sitting in this box selling gas to ingrates, not you, because you're actually talking to me, ingrates, he spends the exact same amount of time in a toll booth, 13 hours in a toll booth for him, 13 hours in this box for me. I mean, it's really weird. We're, We're getting to the point now where we're both so used to being inside of inside of these one these big boxes that when we're at home and we're getting it on we actually sit in the boxes that our washer and dryer came in and then and then when we get it on after we're finished i hand him a digital converter box and and a little thing of matches and he throws he throws coins at me and while he runs past it at a high rate of speed yeah um even though my car is not full I'm kind of going to walk away from you right now. That's all right. I pretty much assumed that was going to happen. I'm surprised you you stayed here this long. You sure you want to take, you know what? Give me about 10 of them digital converter boxes. You're a nice man. Okay, none of that happened. But what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is I hold on to technology for a long, long time. I refuse to give up on technology uh, that that works. But I'll be honest with you, now that I have this smartphone, you know, I loaded all the apps on. I got the Snapchat and the the the, uh, the Instagram. And if you've been following me on Instagram, you notice I started putting up pictures on Instagram and all of that crap, you know, and and all of that. And and I feel like such an ass now. And I'll tell you why. Being the only person that did not, in fact, have a smartphone, I was literally watching people with their smartphones. They got their little earphones in their ears, you know, and they're walking around and they're not even looking at each other. And sometimes they'll wave to you while they're looking at the, the, you know, while they're still looking at their phones and everybody's off in their own little thing. And uh, I used to go, look at these people. They're not even looking at each other just sitting there staring down at their phones what a bunch of chumps i mean you need the human interaction and um i have a brand new smartphone with a lot of apps on it now and uh i get it people i get it i'm not going to dis- i'm not saying anything about anybody anymore why because i'm walking around staring at my damn smartphone with earphones in i've become one of those bastards i'm sure there's a semi-attractive 48 year old guy 
you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything, but I'm just saying I'm, I'm about to be 48 in, a, in about four months, and I'm also semi-attractive. A semi-attractive guy in his 48, 47, 48 years old who also will not give up on his lame-ass 2G phone who's looking at me walking down the street going, hey, that guy's semi-attractive like me and roughly my age. But look at him looking at that smartphone. What a jackass. I'll never read as a text. Apparently, I have to now go buy a smartphone. Uh, well, but I know one thing. I'm never going to be like that guy who's roughly my age and semi-attractive. I'm not going to be like him. Hey, cell phone people, here's some money. Thanks for the cell phone. It's set up great. What does a cell phone do? It does. Let me stare at it for no reason. <laughs> oh, crap. I've become one of them. <laughs> but I get it. I get it, smartphone people. I get it. I get it. That you, you, you know, you're aware of your tweets immediately. You're aware of somebody emailing you immediately. You're aware of your text immediately. You know, I know a lot of people that are listening to me right now, and I, I guarantee you some of you are walking down the street right now listening to this crap on your smartphones. And I want to say I understand now because, quite frankly, I'm also listening to this myself on my smartphone. Yeah, that's right. It's a little narcissistic listening to your own shit. But so what? This shit is awesome. <laughs> so I got my smartphone. And uh, I'm going to hold on to this smartphone until the next thing comes along. I have a feeling everybody that I know who's when they're tired of breaking my balls for actually breaking down and getting the damn smartphone. I already know I'm probably going to still have this smartphone while everybody else hanging out with me. My friends are all around the table talking about who has the best brain implant. And they're going to go, hey, come on, ass, you still holding the smartphone? <laughs> How come you don't have a chip in the brain like we do? Watch this. Yeah, I'm going to hack your phone with my nuts. Watch this. <laughs> I, just, I just put my legs together and squeeze my balls together. Look at that. <laughs> I control your phone. <laughs> I know that's coming. But until I get a text message from smartphone people talking about, hey, Jackash, your 20G service is going to be interrupted soon. So would you please just be like the other losers at your table and get that chip implanted into your brain? Come on, man. Aren't you tired of walking around with a wallet? Aren't you tired of walking around with that stupid phone in your hand? Don't you like to be like everybody else walking around with that glazed look in their eye because they're all watching a movie that's being shot on the inside of their eye lens with the stupid chip from inside their brain? Don't you want to be like them? Because if you're not, you're not going to have any cell phone service. And then, of course, I'll break down and get a chip in my brain. And by the time I get to chip in my brain, everybody else will have already liquefied themselves. And they'll be, where, 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 how come you get a chip in your brain? We all liquefied ourselves and turned into mist. <laughs> and whatever's next. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, you know, it's like... um. I have to take this as a lesson and realize that there's a time when you just realize you got to give up on certain things. You know, I should have ditched that phone years ago, you know, not because my friends were breaking my balls, but because, you know, the, the new technology is something I need to take advantage of for, for my career, you know, to be to be able to keep in contact with folk and for, you know, for my show, this show and all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, I, I'm going to make sure that I, I, I keep up with the times with some of my equipment, you know, I'm not because I'm not going to change it because. It's it's the thing to do and to be cool, but I got to realize there are times when you got to make a change. You know what I mean? There are times you got to upgrade, damn it. You know, if I ever date a woman again that doesn't want to be with me, this is, this is like 20 years ago, but if I date a woman that doesn't give a crap about me anymore, the second I realize it ain't working, I'm out of there gracefully. And if they, you know, and if a new technology comes along that's going to work out better for me, instead of just going and blowing it off, I'm going to move on to technology and just embrace it. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's right. It's time to move on. Like, I wanted to talk about a couple other things in this segment, but I realize this segment is long enough now. So I'm going to give up on this segment and move to the next one. You dig? <laughs> segment over. All right, folks, I'm going to talk to you about something a little on the personnel side, my friends. And I'm pretty sure the majority of you can relate to it in one way or another. You know, when I was in my tw when I was a teenager, I got heavy. In my 20s, I was in good shape. In my 30s, I got heavy and then got back in shape and then got heavy again. And now that I'm in my 40s, I'm heavy again. And I remember 
all the times I got in shape or got in better shape than I was before I was, you know. And I remember what it felt like to say, damn it, I'm getting in shape. Yeah, that's right. I remember what that felt like, but there was a part of my brain that knew I was lying. There's a part of my brain that knew this was complete horse crap. Now, if you've ever had anything that you wanted to stop doing in your life, you know damn well. And and I'm talking to people that have made the transition. If you were a fatty like I am right now and then you got in shape and stayed in shape and then health and fitness became a part of your lifestyle and it was that was it. And that's the end of it. Before that, you know, you probably had fits and starts. You probably told yourself five, 10, 20 times how you were going to get in shape before that 20th time where you actually did it. But if you really think back at the moment you made the decision, when you really made the change, didn't it feel different? It wasn't some kind of urgent thing where you're going, I got to do it. I got to get in shape. I got a bikini. I got to get in shape with this this, this high school reunion, the college reunion. I got to get in shape with a girl might look at my way. And I got to get in shape because of this. And I want to look at it. And I got to wear this shirt. It's none of that stuff. It's like I want to get in shape. Because I want to be healthy, because I want to feel better, because I want to be able to do things physically. I want to live longer, and when I'm old, I want to be healthy when I'm old. It feels different, doesn't it? And it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with just weight loss. Weight loss is the thing that I have to fight to get back in shape and to stay in shape. And this time, it's not necessarily a big grand pronouncement. It's not some kind of big showy thing. I'm not really going around telling everybody about by, by this day i'm telling you weirdos but i'm not telling the people that i know right i'm just thinking about it. it's like this feels different i know there's a everything inside me says this is it this is it you you already started you, you it's already done you're going to be in shape you're going to look like you looked back in the day when you were in shape and you're going to stay there I can feel it. It feels different. I know what it felt like each other time when I said I was going to get in shape. I know what it was like that time I got in shape and stayed in shape for a while. It was just me working out hard, blah, 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 blah. Then when I got in shape, I kind of got lazy. And things took me away from working out. And I started eating crap again. And I got heavy again. It didn't feel right. It felt like a lie. And I know you, this happened to you too. You know, if you're a smoker and if you, you stop smoking, you remember what it was like the 20 times before you actually stopped smoking when you talked all this bull crap about how you're going to stop smoking and smoking the bad for you. And they, I only smoke two cigarettes a day. I only smoke a half a pack a month. I only, come on, man. You only smoke a half a pack a month in front of people, right? You don't count the cigarettes where you pretend you're going to the store and you stand around the corner and puff three cigarettes and then come back and talk about how the store was busy when there was only one person in the store. Get out of here, you bastard. Oh, you're going to the bathroom, but nobody sees you in the bathroom because you're not in the bathroom because you're behind the building and you got five cigarettes in your mouth at the same time because you don't want to take the time to smoke them individually. And now all of a sudden you kind of like having five cigarettes in your mouth. You bastard. You're fooling nobody. You bastard. You yeah, that's right. I said bastard a bunch of times. But then again, I always say bastard a bunch of times. You know what I'm talking about? People that keep dating people that are pieces of crap that are bad for you. And you try to act like you're not seeing anybody, but you're really seeing somebody and you're really getting it on with somebody who already belongs to somebody. But you like the way their body looks. So even though they belong to somebody, you don't care because you want to have access to their body and you don't tell your friends. And then all of a sudden it blows up in your face because that other person whose body should have their body seize your body and kicks you in the booty that's attached to your body yeah that's right and then you do it again and again and again and again and again and again you know what i'm talking about you bastards but there comes a point in time when we all realize oh i gotta make that change this feels different weight loss wise for me i know this is it i've never said that before i've never felt this way before i know i'm not that guy anymore i'm not the sneaker hoagie guy anymore i'm not the sneaker chinese food guy anymore i'm not the buy the cupcakes and eat them in the car and then throw the thing in the trash can and then act like i didn't eat and then eat lunch guy i'm not that guy anymore i'm not the thought of doing that grosses me out now whereas before i was like yeah i know what i'm gonna do 
I'm going to act like I'm getting some gas, right? When I'm on my way over to pick up somebody, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm at the gas station. I'll be there in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the gas station, all right? And while my gas car, my car is filling up <laughs> in the three and four minutes it takes to fill up, <laughs> I can have one of these really, really unhealthy burritos or two or four at this gas station to shove them down my throat real quick, drink this stupid Pepsi that's most likely, I shouldn't say Pepsi because actually they don't, they don't drink Pepsi like that. This stupid soda that's pretty much probably pulling some of the stuff off my teeth. You know, all of the, you know, all of the, the enamel on your teeth is probably eating away at that. And I'm sure it's doing wonderful stuff inside my stomach too, but it doesn't matter. And then you realize you don't even really like the burritos that much. And you don't even really like this stupid store brand soda that much. You know what you like? Getting away with it, even though who cares? I know what that's like. I mean, no, I don't. That was another guy I was talking about. <laughs> okay, I admit it was me. Shut up. <laughs> but it feels different now. And I know that some of you got to relate to that. If if you've ever knocked off one of your vices, beat it down, beat the crap out of your vice and got rid of it, kicked it out of the house and you knew it was never going to come back. You knew it would try to come back, but you knew you'd have the resolve to not even answer the door when it knocked. You already blocked its phone calls. You already took a big, like in, a, in the first segment of the show, you took a, you took one of its dirty socks and waved it in front of an angry pit bull and pointed at it and said, get him. <laughs> It feels different when you know you're about to make the change. And I've made the change relationship-wise also. I've, I've been in relationships, not too many, maybe three, that were like, ugh, what am I doing with this person? Good Lord. And you, you, But you get so used to getting it on all the time, and you're like, yeah, I like getting it on with her, but she's not nice to me or we're not compatible. And even though I like jumping on top of her and all of that kind of crap, I realize like. She doesn't want to be here. I don't want to be here, but she's not going to say anything, so I got to say something. And then you end it or she ends it, and, and it feels like you know you did the right thing. It's like when you put down that last cigarette and you stop lying to yourself. This time I'm going to quit. Why don't you throw away the pack? Because I'm going to give it to someone. I spent so much money on it. I'm going to give it to somebody. Yeah, you're going to give the cigarettes to somebody. <laughs> yeah, you tomorrow. Why don't you stop calling her? You know you're not you're not good together when you broke up, so don't call her anymore. I'm not gonna call her. <laughs> Dude, um your Facebook locator says you're outside of her house right now. And but, but that must be wrong. I I maybe I left my phone there. You mean the phone that you're talking on right now? Get away from that woman's house and stop begging for some delicious buttocks when you know it's gonna end badly again. <laughs> I've been there. Well, not the stalking outside of somebody's house, but you know what I mean, stay in a relationship too long. But the funny thing about it is when you realize you've actually made the change and it's real, if you really think about it, the thing that's on the other end of it is the is the thing you really want. When you decide that you're not going to date horrible people that are people that are horrible for you, you realize if you eliminate them from the equation and only go after cool people, there's going to be this wonderful human being you're going to get to spend the rest of your life with. Or at least increase the chances of that. And you know what's coming. When you eat right and exercise, you know over the course of time you're going to have a good body and you're going to be in good shape and all that kind of stuff. Right? When you put down that last cigarette and you know you're never going to smoke again, you know you're going to have cleaner lungs. You're going to feel better. You're going to be able to do a lot of other things. And the thing that I started thinking about when I started thinking about this segment was not just the simple fact that you got to make these changes, but but the fact that you know what's on the other side. And I really wish, you know, people wish for the Powerball. I know now that with the things that I'm doing now and the mindset that I have now, I know a year from now I'm not going to be fat anymore. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to look good in the mirror. I'm going to feel good. I know it. And it's one of those things where I know this is kind of a tentpole moment, but I really wish I could fast forward to that point. I really wish I could snap my fingers and it was a year from now and I was already in shape so I can enjoy feeling that good and being in that body and being that guy. I really wish I would, wish I could. 
And I know it's a weird thing to say that you want to fast forward and give up a year of your life to get to that good stuff, especially since you know it's going to be there. I know for a fact the things that I'm doing right now, not eating as much crap, getting rid of the crap, getting rid of the, 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 all, most of the meat, eating the vegetables, working out with, you know, doing that, playing the basketball and all that, all of that crap and lifting weight, all of that's going to lead to be being in shape. But I really do want to fast forward to that to that moment. One part of me does. People are going, well, you don't want to fast forward. You don't want to give up a year of your life. That's dumb. That's crazy. You only get a finite number of years. You're going to get 85, 90 years or whatever, and then that'll be it. I know, but if you really think about it, when you were in, when you had the bad habits, you were kind of fast forwarding through your life anyway, weren't you? I mean, think about it. If you wake up miserable every day, you don't like what you're doing. You don't like who you are. You don't like where you're going. You don't like the people that are around you. You don't want to deal with this. You don't want to deal with that. You kind of just put your head down and survive Monday. Oh, Monday sucks. This job blows. I don't like wearing these clothes. The people at work are nice to me. Oh, that girl, she's not, she looks at me like I'm nothing. Oh, that guy over there, look at, he's smoking like me. And look at my, look at his teeth and look at my teeth and look at the, and, oh, and I'm doing this and look at my girlfriend. She's mean to me and my boyfriend, he did all of that crap. And you just survive Monday. And after a while living like that, it's not even surviving Monday. It's just surviving in general. And I've been there where you close your eyes, you wake up, it's Monday morning and you go to the job that sucks you get out of the bed with someone who's not that nice to you anymore they did you're both just kind of dealing with each other you feel you run up the steps you feel like crap going up the steps you eat crap you feel like crap because you ate crap and you look like crap and then monday goes away you go down you lay back in bed maybe you'll have some sex maybe not maybe you'll have sex just because all right we're here let's do it it's not like you're enjoying each other you can't get wait to get to each other you can't wait to get the touch each other it's like all right you we're both we're members of the opposite sex and we're in the same house you want to nail each other yeah here we go ha 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 that was great yeah blah okay that's great i'm going to sleep and you close your eyes it's monday night you wake up and it's thursday no you weren't in a coma no you didn't have to take any kind of drugs you actually did wake up tuesday and wednesday but the days meld together like they're complete garbage it's like garbage on the top of a lake it just looks like a pile of garbage floating here and a pile of garbage floating there and a pile of garbage floating there and somehow the currents push them together and now it's one big pile of crap and that's what your life is like one big pile of crap Mon- you don't even have a tuesday and wednesday you have a monday when you open your eyes you close your eyes and now it's thursday afternoon can't enjoy the weekends you know why because you gotta work on the weekends or you're around people that suck on the weekends too or you just want to get away from people on the weekends you don't really have a saturday because saturday leads to sunday you can't do anything on sunday because sunday's the day before monday and you gotta go back to that crap job again and that job sucks when you're living like that monday turns into saturday so fast you're basically fast forwarding through the week anyway right you're the, you're the miserable guy on monday and then sunday night you're the same miserable guy but you're now a week older or as you like to think in those terms a week closer to the fucking grave oh no you fast forwarded through that week didn't you Right? You fast forwarded through the week. You don't know what day it is. You just know, oh, football's on. I mean, I guess I got to go to work tomorrow. You don't know what the hell's going on. You fast forwarded through that week, didn't you? Yep. But you notice when you want to do the good things, you got to wait the whole year till the good things happen. But in the middle of the process, now I've come to find that I actually started to enjoy the days individually because I know by the end of Monday, I'm going to be a little bit healthier. Right? I'm going to be a little bit lighter, a little bit less fat on the body. I'm going to be a little bit fitter. And I know it. And because I'm a little bit healthier, a little bit fitter, a little bit less fat on the body, I'm now a little bit happier. And when I wake up Tuesday, oh, I get to do it again because I know between Tuesday morning and Tuesday night, I'm going to be a little bit fitter and a little less fat's going to be on the body and I'm going to be a little bit happier. And then Wednesday comes by, you know, as it turns out, I don't want to fast forward a whole year. I want to enjoy this process. Yeah, that's right. Why should I fast forward through it? Why should you fast forward through it? Oh, no. 
Just wake up every day and say, I don't know. I'm going to every day I wake the fuck up. I'm going to do something to make myself happy and to make myself better. And I'm going to enjoy every second of this shit. I mean, you realize I just realized how dumb it was to want to fast forward through it. You don't want to fast forward through sex with somebody you love, don't do you? I'm going to climb on top of it. Hey, let's fast forward to right after the sex is over. That was great. Oh, crap. <laughs> you don't want to fast forward through that. Oh, no. You want to enjoy every second of it. If you're with me, ladies, <laughs> every hour. <laughs> Not quite true, but show. So what? It's my show. I say what I want. Shut up, punks. <laughs> but that's the thing man when you're miserable you're already fast or forwarding through the week I don't want to fast forward through anything anymore I want to I want to enjoy this shit I want to enjoy every rep in the gym I want to enjoy running I want to enjoy playing basketball with my brother I want to enjoy the fact that you know what when I ate salads as much as I was like, I ain't eating a salad. You better give me a damn. I got news for you. Salads taste pretty damn good if you really think about it. And so does water. And water ain't pulling and stripping the enamel off your teeth like a soda, like soda does. It feels really good. And it feels like it's actually going to happen permanently this time. It feels different. So if you have one of those things where you're trying to get rid of something, maybe you want to lose weight like I'm like I'm going to do or you're trying to quit smoking or you're trying to stop dating idiots or whatever the crap you're trying to get rid of. There's going to come a point in time when it's the real time when you're really going to make that change and you are really going to do it. And just remember when that moment happens, you're going, oh, my God, I'm serious this time. I'm going to stick with it. I'm not in the back of my mind going, oh, I got to do this shit. I'm thinking I get to do this shit because this shit's going to take me to the good shit. When you get to that point, you're already there, man. So just enjoy every freaking moment of it. Oh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. You dig? Cool. Hope you enjoyed this segment. You know why? <laughs> segment over. All right, fat folks, let's talk about something interesting here. And if you saw my Twitter feed, you realize that I, I had said uh, looking great by 48 because in the four months we're going to turn, well, four and change, I'm going to turn 48 years old. And, and I feel really, really good. I don't feel the way, you, you know, when, when I, I remember when I was younger and I, I, I would think about somebody as 48, I was thinking of somebody whose knees hurt, back hurts. I mean, my back was injured. It didn't hurt because I was 48, you know, and so... It's not what I thought it was going to be, being 47, heading toward 48. It really doesn't. I went to the eye doctors. My eyes are perfect. You know, I, I, it, well, I mean, for a 48-year-old guy, I mean, I, I, I can read everything and read newspapers, but I have a little problem with, with like, the, the tiniest of aspirin bottles. But surprisingly enough, there's this new thing called reading glasses uh, that you can put on that takes care of that. So problem solved. Ha-ha. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that it's really weird to be this old like I said, I'm not an old guy, but I'm a middle-aged cat. To be this old and and realize I don't feel what I thought 48 or 47 was going to feel like. I, you know, when you're young, you think that when you get to your 40s, you're going to be this humongous tub of crap that can't do anything. You know, you're expecting yourself to be in a, in a double wheelchair with a walker attached to it, with a nurse walking around with an IV behind you, and then a coroner walking behind you just in case and all of that crap. But that's not even, I'm, I'm, you don't even get the halfway point in your life. You got a whole lot of life left. And I feel damn good. And I haven't even gotten back in the shape yet, and I already feel damn good. Yeah, that's right. But I realized something about this age that was pretty interesting. And I'm pretty sure everybody roughly this age feels exactly the same way. So I'm not, you know, tilling any new soil here. But I just want to say it. Just in case this, cause like I said, I got, I got a bunch of 18 to 34 year olds in my audience also. You know, my audience is pretty much d divided almost. I mean, it's, it, a, a big chunk is 18 to 34 and a huge chunk is 18 to 49. So. Some of you old bastards near the end of that crap, you know what I'm talking about. And the new bastards, shut up, punks. This is you in 30 years, so shut your mouths. <laughs> Here's what I wanted to say. It's not as bad as you think, youngsters. And oldsters, you know what I'm saying, except for you old dudes who are huge messes. In which case, just sit down and relax. Because uh, listen, listening too intensely might be bad for you with your old asses. 
But I'm driving, I'm driving a relative someplace. We're going to visit a relative in the hospital. And we're driving up to this hospital and I'm driving through this kind of this cutesy little suburban area. It's nice. And, you know, the birds are cheap, chir- chirping. Actually, the, if that was what the birds sounded like, apparently the birds sounded like shimp from the Three Stooges. OK, but other than that, um, maybe that's a new type of bird, the ship, the shimp bird. Uh, I digress. So we're driving them, driving through the neighborhood and I see a bunch of dudes running, not together, but just running at the same time and they got their shirts off and um if you were a, a younger guy you would probably go dudes you should not be running around with your shirts off because now i have this craving to go and buy some pudding because your stomach jiggles the way a woman's ass jiggles when a woman's ass jiggles the way i want a woman's ass to jiggle that's what a young dude would think but when I looked at those dudes, I realized those dudes are only a little bit older than me. These dudes are probably 50. Some of those guys were in their late 40s, roughly my age. And they're running around and they don't have their shirts off. And they don't look that good with their shirts off. Like right now, I don't look that good with my shirt off. The women that think I look good with my shirt off are women I've gotten on top of and gotten it on with. And because they want me to get on top of them and get it on with them, they're like, I'm going to act like he looks good with his shirt off because I like when he gets it on with me. But you look good with your shirt off. I love bellies. And then you don't love bellies. Well, you That's another story. <laughs> so... And I'm looking at these guys, and I'm going, good God, these, these dudes are built like me. It's like me and vanilla and me and chocolate. White dude built like me, black dude built like me. What the hell is, you know? But they're my age, and I realize when a guy is in his 30s that's in that kind of shape, that brother's got on eight T-shirts because he still cares. These guys are my age and a little bit older, and they don't give uh crap and if you look at them funny they look at you back like ah, ha, ha, f you and i realize that i'm becoming that guy i'm really rapidly becoming the don't care guy and i'll be honest with you i'm kind of liking it i walked outside with a t-shirt on and had, and had my little gut going and there were some young ladies there and guess what I didn't suck it in. You know why? Because I don't give a crap. If these, these, you know, it's like, okay, these are hot young women. They either want to get it on with you or they won't. But let's be honest, they probably won't. So who gives a crap? Why would I suck in my gut for somebody who's not interested in me? Are you crazy? Hell no. In fact, I might blow my gut out more just to prove a point, punkettes. Yeah, I said it. But the funny thing is, the fact that I don't give a crap and couldn't care less has actually made me more attractive to these young women. I'm sitting there going, what is is with the 20-year-olds thinking I'm cute and wanting to pinch my face and kiss me? First of all, keep doing it. But second of all, also keep doing it. And third of all, please keep doing it. (laughs) I want them to keep doing it. But the fact that I don't give a crap apparently is very attractive to women. I don't give a crap. When I was younger, when I was in my early 20s, and I I remember doing comedy up in New York, doing these clubs, some of which aren't even there anymore. And I took my my girl with me. My girl was looking all good and everything. She had the I'm definitely going to have sex with you after we come back to the hotel outfit. And we go to the thing and she's looking all yummy yummy and yummy and I'm walking around and I'm doing my show and I see a dude or two or three walk up to her in not at the same time but you know during the course of my hour set they're walking up to her and they don't know she's with me they're just dudes in the audience and or dudes who are milling around they see this super attractive girl in the back and they try to and i'm on stage and i'm looking at them and i'm performing and i just wanted to put the mic down walk off the stage and kick them all in the throat i was on stage angry as it turns out it worked for my performance well you were really inspired tonight yeah <laughs> i was really inspired to stab three people in the audience for trying to talk to my woman even though they didn't know she was my woman i was jealous oh yeah 
You know, I was one of those guys that would hover around, you know. Somebody, excuse me, could you hand me the, the ashtray, man? No, I'll hand you the ashtray, man. I'll hand you the ashtray. I wouldn't want my girlfriend to, to mess her hand up by touching the ashtray, so I'm going to hand it to you because I didn't want my girlfriend who's with me and not you to touch the dirty ashtray. Uh, dude, um, my, my wife who's with me wants the ashtray. Uh-huh. So you're one of them freaks that tries to take a home, a hot woman and share with your wife. No, I just wanted the ashtray. Yeah, sure. You sick punk. Security, there's a guy over there who's a little crazy, but two women hand me the ashtray and he said, <laughs> I was one of those dudes because I was insecure back then. Ah, ha, ha. I was Steve back then. I was not yet. It's Anthony. Oh, yeah. Am I a jealous guy now? <laughs> no. Why? I'm 47 years old and I don't give a crap. Now, am I saying I want other my woman, if I'm whoever I'm with at the time, to get it on with another guy? Hell no. That's out of the question. Unacceptable behavior. I won't allow that to happen and have a person be with me. No, no, no. But what it does mean is I spell out in a relationship when we get serious what I expect. I want them to spell out to me what they expect. We decide whether what they expect is something we can do and then we move forward. That's what a relationship is. Like I said, when I was in my 20s and I see a dude stepping to my woman, even though he didn't know she was with my, my woman because he didn't see me with her, I was enraged. I didn't hit a guy because I didn't want to go to jail, but I made it a point to, to mark my territory, which is really annoying because she says, why are you peeing on my shoes? I just want to prove a point to this punk. And the guy's going, that's nasty, dude. I didn't even know she was with you. You didn't have to pee on her feet. And I say, yeah, how about some pee for you, punk? And then I peed on his shoes. And then him and his six friends beat the crap out of me and said, stop peeing on people. Okay, I did not pee on anybody. <laughs> but 47-year-old me, oh, it's a whole different story. 47-year-old me is not insecure, even with the gut and the saggy pecs. Nope. Go out with a woman, she's looking on me, and I leave her at the bar to go get some drinks or to go get something or to do something or whatever, and I see her there, and another dude walks over, and I'm having a conversation with somebody that I met in the restaurant. I say, hey, let me exchange phone numbers, and let's have this little catch-up here. I'm with my woman. Let's talk for a couple seconds, and I go back to my woman, and I turn around, and I see a dude walking over. Hey, girl, you know, I was wondering, and he's a nice-looking guy in a nice suit, and he's in nice shape, and I'm a cute guy, and I'm not in I'm wearing good clothes, but I'm not in shape and I'm older and she's younger and he's younger. And you know what I do? Nothing. You know why? Because she's with me and I don't think you punk are me. No matter what you are, sucker, you're not me. So who cares what you do? I don't even waste my time worrying about it because if you can walk up to her and in 10 seconds say anything or do anything that's going to make her go, you know what? I was in a relationship with that guy right there and I, I love him and everything, but you said a, an interesting series of words. So I'm not going to leave him and get it on with you and leave him forever. If you can do that, bye, babe. I don't even turn around for that. I don't worry about that at all. Oh, no. Why? Because I'm 47 years old, going to be 48 in four months, and I don't give a crap. Not worrying about stuff that doesn't matter anymore. Not giving a crap about stuff that doesn't matter anymore. Don't give a crap that stuff, about stuff that doesn't matter anymore. Oh, yeah. And it feels good to not give a crap. It really does. A lot of people act like it doesn't. <laughs> and those people are morons. Went to the door. Didn't have my shirt on. With my saggy pecs and my gut and a hot neighbor walks by and sees me with my shirt off. And did I feel embarrassed? Nope. You know why? Say it with me, all of you. I don't give a crap walk right out there had a conversation with her i saw her looking at my saggy pecs in my gut and i'm sitting there going listen honey even when i have clothes on you can see i got saggy pecs in the gut this is just this is like right now i can see you have delicious breasts and a beautiful ass you know what's going to be with our clothes on delicious breasts and the beautiful ass i already know what they look like doesn't really matter it's not like you were looking at me in my shirt going this guy's gotta have a six-pack and powerful pecs but he probably puts on man boob pads and a soft stomach 
uh, applicator just to throw all the hot women off and just narrow down the game. No, that does not happen. Just like Popeye says, I am what I am. Ugh, 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 ugh. This is what you get now, baby. I'll be in, in shape in a year, but right now, either you're going to have to like me because I'm cute in the face. I got dimples and I have a great personality. And very soon, oh yeah, very soon, oh yeah, it's going to be a nice body that goes along with it. But right now, all you got is the soft belly and the saggy man pecs, and that's all you're going to get right now. And I ain't ashamed of it. Ah, ha, ha. And then she vomited on my stomach and said, what the hell's wrong with you, you fat bastard? And then she slapped me. She blew a whistle and said, everybody, quick, get your cameras ready. The fat bastard is outside and he doesn't have a shirt on. Look at him. And they all went, did you vomit on his stomach? We're all in the windows right now. Did you vomit on the stomach? Yes, I did vomit on the stomach. Look at the bastard. And then they all came outside, stood in line behind her, and one by one vomited on my soft belly and pointed at my man boobs well they're not man boobs with their saggy pecs and said that's disgusting and then they went back into their houses <laughs> none of that happened <laughs> I mean the part about me going outside with my shirt off talking to the hot woman that part happened but the, the part about them vomiting on me that part did not happen <laughs> I vomited on myself because she said this is what you look like I just snapped the picture and I said that's disgusting and then vomited on my own belly Okay, that also did not happen. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that when you, when you get to when you get to a certain, age, I wish I could feel this way when I was young. Wouldn't it be great if, you, as a young guy, like I said, let me talk to my 18 to 24 year olds that are listening to me, and I know there's a whole bunch of your young asses listening right now. You, you, you know, you're going through a whole lot of stuff. You got girls that don't like you because you're not cool. You're not on the high school basketball team and the high school football team. You're not the guy with the this, the that, the that. Don't worry about that crap. I'm telling you right now from personal experience, I'm a 47-year-old guy with with a soft stomach and saggy man pecs that a year from now will be powerful pecs and a six-pack. But even I have women your age who know I'm not a rich guy and still, because I'm cute and funny, want to bang the crap out of me. So you're actually young and cute. So don't worry about the ones that don't like you. Who the hell cares about people that don't like you? If a girl doesn't like you, guess what? There will be another girl that does like you. Don't worry about it. Ladies. Because my audience is 51% male, 49% female in all demographics. Ladies, roughly half of my audience. Ladies, young ones in the 18 to 24 category. I got news for you. You're a lady. 90% of the dudes that see you want to jump on top of you. So just find one that you like and says, guess what, jackass? I'm cute and young and now you belong to me. And if they're single, guess what they're going to say? Thank you. That's exactly what they're going to say. So don't worry about it. Don't have to wait till you're my age, 47, 48 years old to not give a crap or what people think don't worry about that crap anybody that's mean to you is a jackass anybody that's mean to you young man is a jackass anybody that that does mean girl stuff to you young lady realize in a few years you're not going to be in high school in a few years you're not going to be in college you're going to be a professional working someplace being in your own building your own life and you don't have to give a crap about what those jackasses said I'm back in high school and college because now you're 25, you're 26, you're at your most yumminess and everything. You got your career going and now you can go and go up to a guy that you're 26 years old looking on. You walk up to the guy you want and go, hi, I look like this. I'm 26. I got a great job. You ain't seeing anybody from now on, punk. You belong to me. And ladies, guess what he's going to say? Thank you. That's right. Dudes, nerds, 
Don't worry about it, nerds. Don't you realize, nerds, that you're the ones that are going to invent all the crap that all the jackasses who are giving you a hard time are going to be using? Don't you realize that when you walk around looking at your cell phone, driving your car, using your computer, heart surgery, brain surgery, going to different planets, finding out how to grow food to sustain life for the people on the planet, all the boats and the airplanes, don't you realize that the nerds like you and me made all of that crap? Everything that they teased you about is the kind of crap they can't live without later on. Imagine if you made the invented the smartphone and the cell phone technology and you actually owned it and you can actually repossess it from people you didn't like. You could walk up to that jackass who thinks he's cool and say, nice try, punk. Give me that laptop back. Well, it's my laptop. Yeah, well, I invented it, punk. Remember back in the day when you tried to stick my head in the toilet because you said working on computers was stupid? Well, try to live your life without the computers that people like me made, punk. That's right. You will run the world, nerd women and nerd men. You're going to rule the world. <clears throat> All the people that became successful that I know were people like me that got tortured when they were a kid because they were too small, too fat, too smart, too this, too that. And what happens? I have a successful podcast and I'm one of the best comedians in the fucking planet. Yeah, that's right. And I was a nerd back then. Oh, baby, guess what happened? I'm damn good at what I do. You're probably damn good at what you do. So fuck those people. Yeah, I said it. But don't wait till you're 47 or 48 to figure it out like I did. Let somebody who's 47 or 48 years old like me tell you that crap now. Maybe your big brother didn't tell you. Maybe your parents don't tell you. Maybe your friends can't tell you. But I'm telling you now, if you're getting picked on right now, don't worry about it. By the time you're my age, those jackasses will be sitting across a table in human resources begging for a job from you. Yeah, I said it. So I'm at the point now, 47, 48 years old, 47 heading towards 48. I really just don't give a crap. If somebody says something mean to me, it just means to me you're just informing me that you're a jackass. Thanks for the information. You can now go. <laughs> so like I said, if you're an old guy or a middle-aged guy like me, you know what I'm talking about. You don't give a crap, a rat's ass what anybody thinks about what you're doing. If you're an older guy, you really don't give a shit what anybody's thinking. And I know that for a fact because there's a 67 year old guy who lives across from me who always comes outside. He has an even softer belly and softer man boobs than I do because he's old and he walks out with the boxer shorts on and, and, and he's got good balance because he usually walks out his junk's hanging out the front of his freaking boxer shorts and his nuts are rolling around on the ground and he always almost trips over them and then i said sir are you all right he goes nah it's not a problem i've had you know I, every morning i almost trip over my nuts and then he pushes them back into his clothes and goes into the house and then i vomit clean up the vomit and then go back into my house <laughs> yeah that's right so what I'm just trying to say is, you know, um, if you're a young guy or a young lady, um, don't wait till you're my age. Don't wait till you're 47 or 48 years old to stop giving a crap what jackasses think. The sooner you get to the point where you figure out that jackasses don't mean anything, jackasses' opinions don't mean anything, jackasses shouldn't have an opportunity to change what you do or make you feel bad, the sooner you figure that crap out, the sooner you'll get to where I am right now where you won't give a shit and not giving a shit is one of the most wonderful feelings in the world oh yeah <laughs> segment over well folks thank you very much this has been episode number 220 of the s anthony says podcast thank you very very much for indulging me and listening to this crap on a regular basis it really does mean a lot to me and much love to all my sass potters out there thank you very very much uh, the e the Twitter for this podcast is at s anthony says that's for the podcast. The Twitter for me specifically is at s anthony thomas, and uh, quite frankly, uh, I'm almost finished getting all my episodes up 
to the podcast revolution network and i'm going to be putting my stuff there as well so go to the podcast revolution uh, website podcastrevolution.org get your butt there and subscribe to my damn podcast and check out the other members of the podcast revolution network oh yeah if you want to email me you can do it at the podcast revolution site as anthony says dot podcast revolution dot org the home of this podcast is as anthony says dot podbean dot com or you can do it the easy way and just type in as anthony says in the google and every place you see my name damn it follow it follow my instagram follow my snapchat follow all of that crap i'm on i'm on facebook as well my verified page on facebook just type in as anthony says you'll see as anthony says and you'll see the blue check next to it that is facebook has verified that page so you'll know it's authentically me so go do that you bastards on facebook and uh the email for me if you don't do it at the podcast revolution site um the podcast revolution network if you don't go to the podcast revolution network site and you should uh if you want to email me directly even though I get that email also. The email for this show, the one that I got that I had first, is the S Anthony says podcast at gmail dot com. Remember, I'm everywhere. Stitcher, tune in, iTunes. If you listen on any of those things, please give me a five star rating and review. I would really, really appreciate it. Once again, I'm almost done putting up every episode at the podcast revolution network website i will continue to talk about that and give you more information as as we go forward and thank you very very much you wonderful sass potters much love to you all and like i said it doesn't matter whether you listen to this in, in your car on a treadmill walking down the street it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i'm just just glad you're there and i have much love for you bastards yeah that's right so i'm gonna say it on the count of three for those of you that have been listening to me for two years and change damn near three years you know exactly how this goes you know how i end the shows on the count of three say it with me are you ready three two one s anthony